Hi, my name is JC Charlie, and I did my sustainable development goal on affordable and clean energy. Goal seven is to ensure the access to affordable, reliable, sustainable, and modern energy for all. My target is 7.1 and is by 2030 ensure universal access to affordable, reliable, and modern energy services. The 2015 United Nations development set the foundation for trying to mitigate climate change across the world. It targets developing nations that do not have the resources to combat climate change. And as we previously read before and what and listen to the different COPs and what they're utilized to do. We look at COP21, which contained the Paris Climate Agreement, which is a legally binding treaty from the United Nations to limit the global warming below 2 degrees Celsius. And this is why we have 17 Sustainable Development Goals to combat climate change. I interviewed Mike Ensville and is the Energy and Climate Program Director and Advocate for Transition to Renewable Energy at San Juan Alliance. San Juan, San Juan Alliances is a team of concerned citizens that come together to address the environmental issues in the area. They focus on air, water, and health of the land in the Four Corners region. Enzil received his bachelor's from Bates College and his master's from the University of Denver in environmental policy and management. When he first moved to Farmington, he saw that there was a big reliance on oil and gas power plants, and these companies were in no position to change. He stated, economics has altered the pathway on non-renewables. There has currently been little activity in the uses of gas, and the power plants are coming to a closure. He primarily seeks to use solar energy within the San Juan Basin. So here is Mike Ensville with his take on why he does the work he does. Um, yeah, I mean, I think my, mo- my mom and dad were just always sort of in- intellectually curious people. Uh, and I um, was exposed to uh, the natural world just as a teenager, I had some teachers who um, were pretty big thinkers in terms of um, how the earth was being impacted by things like population. Um, and then there was a, when I was young, there was a, a secretary of the interior called James Watt. And he was, uh, he was pretty much uh, um, well, not, not really much of an environmentalist. And I think that that galvanized some of my thought processes about, uh, about how we could be making better decisions um, for the environment and for public health and for people. And then I, in college, I, there was no such thing as like environmental studies when I was in college. So I got a degree in history, but uh, that led me to the understanding that history can be a very dynamic topic based on whose perspective it is. Mm-hmm. And then I got a master's degree in environmental policy and management, which is like legal, economics, social, cultural, 
scientific and I like the interdisciplinary and um, that I think sort of formulated the work I do now. Um, but yeah, it was a while ago when I got started. So on a global scale, we depend on 84% of energy on fossil fuels and 789 million people today still lack basic electricity. CO2 accounts for the world's leading emissions and 87% of all greenhouse gases. The supply and demand for coal is increasingly limited. So how do we measure the energy we use? We measure the efficiency of energy through the energy rate on investment, ratio of energy gain and the energy invested. So the energy gain is the output and the energy invested is input. The higher the ratio is the more energy received. So coal has an invested energy invested one and an output of energy and gain. So theirs is 80 in one, oil 20 in one, natural gas 10 in one, nuclear 75 in one, biomass 7 in one, hydro 101, wind 23 in one, solar 10 in one. Solar power and the other renewable energies do, does not directly produce pollution or other greenhouse gases. To further calculate your own energy consumption, you can multiply the wattage by the average number of hours the device is used per day. So how do we gain um, energy supply in our region? The San Juan Generating Station and the Four Corners Power Plant has supplied many the majority of energy in the Four Corners region for many years. The consequences affected the community's air quality and health of the land, as well as 400,000 oil and gas wells that are also detrimental for the people's health. The San Juan Generating Station has recently closed due to the, due to the transition to cheaper renewables. Before the closure, 8.6 million tons of carbon dioxide annually this is what they contribute. This ranked them as the 10th highest number of carbon polluter in the atmosphere in the nation. The San Juan generating system helped provide cities or electricity to cities such as Phoenix, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, and many other places in the Southwest. So you can see much of the energy that we were providing within the Four Corners region, region was being transported to other places. There has been some doubt about the energy rate on investment by people in our region. I asked Mike Ensville what his thoughts are on educating people about solar po solar power. Through his analysis, there are former brownfield reclamations and coal mines are now new spaces for new projects to be developed. These developments are solar projects that use existing transmission lines and substations for the production of clean energy. The Four Corners Region Solar Project is one example the San Juan Alliance is, is contributing to the is contributing to the development of photovoltaic panels. Solar projects would be able to give the energy to the people in the areas and improve economic diversification, as Ensville stated. He also mentioned that the Canto Solar Farm has been beneficial in terms of providing energy from the United for the Navajo Nation. I come from the Navajo Nation as seeing people struggle without running water and electricity. The production of the solar farm would give the Navajo people the access to electricity that has been limited to them. So the Navajo Nation is a home of three, 300,000 people that make up 55,000 homes. The number of 15,000 people on this 
on the Navajo Nation do not have electricity. For 46 years, the Navajo Nation has relied heavily on the Kinta coal mine to operate the Navajo Generating System and the San Juan Generating Station. And they use 65% of biomass, which is, which is wood to help keep their homes warm. The Navajo Tribal Authority is also a locally developed energy provider on the Navajo Nation that partners with San Juan Alliances when advocating for cleaner energy and funding through a public service company of New Mexico. Change is always occurring whether we want it to or not. Ends, Ensville hopes in 20 years or so that we acknowledge the past and understand we need to look for change in our energy resources. A great analogy he used was that we have over time innovated in computers, cameras, so that we should see, and so we should see the same optimism in energy. Beyond the need to transition, transition to more sustainable environment are other factors such as the health of the people that are taken into consideration. Ensville believes we need to make a better decision to our environment. Within the solar projects, Ensville's also worked with the decisions of the San Juan Generating System. New Mexico Public Service Company also came to a consensus with the help of San Juan Alliance to use energy, solar energy in replace of the station's energy. He and his organization play a role in infrastructure and environment that this transition needs to be made. We also discussed the other sources of renewable energy, such as the four projects that are for water pump storage in the Ute Mountain, Fruitland, New Mexico, Tisnaspas, Arizona, Waterflow, New Mexico. Renewable energy is reducing the tremendous amount of carbon emissions in the atmosphere. Solar energy is now more affordable than it has been 10 years ago. This is due to the installation of more photovoltaic, which lowers the price of them, thus making it more available. And to a common step, with commercial installments, there are a third or half the cost of coal fire. This is why we collectively need to transition to cleaner energy. Setting an example of using residential photovoltaic is done by the members of San Juan Alliances. Through their studies and analysis, we will eventually have non-renewables be, non be scarce and expensive. They also contribute to other um, legislation, such as Energy Transition Act. It's a landmark energy transition bill passed in New Mexico in a 2019 legislative session. So the sustainable development goals set forth by the United Nations are being performed at the local levels, especially with this with an organization pushing for more affordable energy to the communities in the four corners. Mike Innsville enjoys his efforts to provide clean energy. He knows that he's making a dif making a difference in his company to his company and the people. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe and like. Thank you.